What does motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizikcom socks. As I turn up the collar on my favorite winter coat, this wind is blowing my mind. I see the kids in the street, not enough to eat. Who am I to be blind, pretending not to see their needs? A summer's disregard, a broken bottle top, and a one man soul. They followed each other in the wind, you know, cause they got no place to go. That's why I want you to know, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. And no message could have been any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make a change. Yeah, welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I am your host, Solomon Ray. That was a beautiful rendition of Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror. And honestly, I was actually going to sing that last week. I don't even know why I did Christy as Keisha Cole. I really don't. But because I really should have done MJ. Especially when Rolling Stone UK called Harry Styles the new king of pop, which is, I didn't, I was, that was actually going to be the topic of last week. And I'm not really going to get into it because there's really, there's no need. There's just, <laughs> there's just no need. <laughs> the girls is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> when I read that title, I mean, when I read that headline on the copy on that magazine, I was like, do I have, am I dyslexic? What am I, I feel like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, we, I mean, there's really no need to go down that. There's, it's just really pointless. There's like, they really jumped out the window with that. But honestly, I get it. Like if I was a magazine, like I would put that shit on the, on the cover too you know i really would because it's gonna sell magazines gonna get if it doesn't sell magazine it's at least gonna be clickbait it's at least going to crank up the engagement and at the end of the day that's what some of these um magazines really need nobody's reading magazines anymore get out of here you know what i'm saying which is honestly which is another topic i really wanted to talk about too but if you think about it but see, my 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 thing is, okay, we all know Harry Styles is nobody's king of pop, girl. Like, get out of here. You know, like, I don't, I think, what's, what's the song? As It Was or As It Is? I know, I know that to be a song by Harry Styles. Aside from that, I, but I'm also a 35-year-old gay man who does not listen to tip, like, mainstream music, girl. I literally listen to old shit all the time. I live in a time machine. 
So, of course, I don't know that man's discography. I don't know how many albums. I don't really know anything about him. I just know he's a regular-looking white man who I think he's kind of tall and thin. Um, I know he was in that 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 band, not the Jonas Brothers. What's the other one? What's the other one? Different Direction. You're, and I I think he was on the X Factor. Bitch, I really don't know. I don't know, but I just know like that song is cute. But something as I was, as I was, it's a cute little song. You know, it's something cute for the kids. I'm not even gonna deny that work bitch but let me tell you something about michael joseph jackson bitch just so, just so we're clear <laughs> what did i say a few weeks ago <laughs> marjorie and so <laughs> just so we're clear there is and maybe it's not the case now because there's another generation coming through I get it. But at the peak of Michael Jackson started, and bitch, not even really at the peak, because it don't even really got to be the peak. But any corner of the world, any crevice in the world, any fucking place on this planet, and everybody who was living on the planet, every single person, everybody, no matter how old you are, no matter um, what language you were speaking everybody at any given moment knew at least five michael jackson songs everybody everybody on the face of this planet and i could really name them down just so the girls can get like a little refresher because i'm sure some of you guys be like really five yes five bitch and quiet as it's kept it's probably 10 but i'm just being a little conservative and i'll just say five <clears throat> just because i like to be right um five songs at any given moment so um that to me seems like somebody who's dominated the pop genre you know what i'm saying i mean but it's not like i'm not taking nothing away from it i ain't got no beef with that little boy or nothing like that it's really like just cheap fucking copy from rolling stone you know what I'm saying? And it's like these publications like Rolling Stone, Vogue, the Grand, even people like um, establishments like the Grammys, they need to stop doing clickbaity type shit. This is just my opinion. They need to stop doing clickbaity type shit because ultimately all it's going to do is just ruin their prestige. You know what I'm saying? When you start doing weird stuff like... <clears throat> like BuzzFeedy type things and um, even MTV type stuff or, um, I don't know, just that echelon of journalism. When you start getting into that, then the girls are starting to be like, oh, okay, they're not, you don't need to really take them that seriously. You know what I'm saying? When you start doing shit like that, that, that prestige... And and honestly, you they need to hold on to that. <clears throat> Publications like Rolling Stone and Vogue and and things like the Grammys, they need to hold on to as much as that prestige as possible and that like um non-exclusiveness of it, that whole like secretiveness of it. They need to hold on to it as much as possible because it's that I don't see that holding up in the next 10, 20 years. 
I don't think things like the Grammys are going to... Nobody's going to care about that stuff in 20 years. For sure, 20 years. 10 years, probably not. But 20 years, deadass, nobody's going to be thinking about the fucking Grammys. No one's going to be like, oh my God, this is just like... I just reached an all-time high. How? Like, it's not... You know what I'm saying? What's that girl? What's that girl? Um, I don't even know what song she she does. Quite honest, she was on stage at Madison Square Garden, I believe, with Billy Joel, and she was singing with him. What is that girl's name, child? Is she a TikTok star or somebody? Hold on, bitch. That's it. That's her name, I think. Olivia Rodrigo. Um. Oh, she was on the Disney Channel. Okay, she was on High School Musical. Okay, cute. She's 19 years old. Cute little girl. She, I don't know. What is she saying? Bitch, I'm old, bitch. What? How? Not, not, not the first thing. How did Olivia Rodrigo get famous? Um. Okay, in 2016, Disney plucked Rodrigo to star as Paige Olvera in the series Bizarre... What? Bizarre-Vark. About two teenage vloggers who go viral writing and performing comedic music sketches. Okay, cute. But I think she has a Grammy. Hold on, let me see. This is my point I'm trying to make. Um, hold on. Hold on, I just gotta see this real quick. Don't, I know y'all be like, bitch, get home with the show, honey. She has a Grammy, I think. I think she won. Yes. She won this year two Grammys. Oh, my Lord. Hold on. No, bitch. She won not two. She won three Grammys, bitch. She won Best New Artist. Okay. Great. And then she won Pop, Best Pop Vocal Album. And she won against Ariana Grande, who actually has the vocal chops. But we're not. I don't even want to get into that. And she won Best Pop Solo Performance. So this is what I'm saying. When it comes to, like, the Grammys and stuff like that, when you are giving the girls who literally don't know how to sing a Grammy for Best Pop Vocal Album. Now, I can see if it was Best Pop Album. Bitch, honestly, I can see Album of the Year. Bitch, she was actually nominated for Album of the Year. I'm about to... I need to... I need to... I need to get off the mic. I think I need to change this topic because I might start to spiral. She was actually nominated for Album of the Year. So, if even if the Grammys gave her Album of the Year, I could be like, you know what? Maybe the album was a little, was a bop. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe it was a little bop. You don't need to be a great vocalist to have a, a great album. But best pop vocal album against Ariana Grande? Get out of here. And I don't even stand for Ariana like that. I've learned to really like her music. The bitch can sing. And I like her little bops. She got some cute little bops. I'm into her. Out of all the new girls that have been coming through into, you know, the pop atmosphere, that's the girl I really like. If, if, if you know, I don't really see it for none of the other girls. I, that's the only girl... I really be like, you know what? That bitch can sing. I, I kind of, I like her. She got a little cute little bob. She, you know, I'm into it. Um, <clears throat> but the thing is, when you start doing stuff like that, in my opinion, it's just going to water it down. They're going to take none of this shit seriously. It's no longer a gate-kept thing. And it's just going to be like in 20 years, we're like, oh, girl, they give Grammys out everywhere to anybody. Child, like, just, you want a Grammy? Let me just, hold on, log in real quick. Let me just... 
let me just submit an application, application approved, process payment, um, overnight shipping, done. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's really what the the Grammys is. Because, hold on, I need you to understand. So I'm not trying to just be a hater. Let me see. Olivia Rodrigo, um, their lead I can't even do this. I really can't. Um, I need to see. Oh, actually, I think I have a clip. I know how to find it. Listen to this shit. This is so fucking wild. Hold on. Let me pause real quick. Okay, listen. Hold on. I know the girls was like, oh, she was nervous. She was on stage with Billy Joel. And She's 19. Okay. I don't think even my generation. Okay. We're on the cusp of like Billy Joel being Billy Joel. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think the 19 year olds are like, oh my God, it's Billy Joel. You know, I don't think they're like, bitch, who? Bitch, 19 year olds right now don't even know who Britney Spears is. So it's like, girl... She wasn't nervous on stage. She just can't sing. And there's nothing wrong with it. You know, I think you can definitely be a pop star and not be a great singer. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of other um, elements that are, like, very enigmatic elements that can create a great pop star. I mean, hello, Britney. I mean, she's not, the like, a great vocalist. I think she has a very unique voice that is... And this is my opinion. I think Britney's voice is so unique and so one of a kind that it actually stands out more than someone with like a Christina Aguilera or Jessica Simpson voice. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, okay, I've heard the girls be able to hit those notes. Okay, great. It's lovely. But it's like the way Britney was able to really deliver a pop tune in a very unique voice that nobody else could really emulate is honestly iconic and the thing about it like britney's voice is not to the point to where you can't sing along to radio so it's almost like that perfect pop vocal where it's super like you know like when madonna's earlier work like even holiday madonna has like a certain very no one's vocals at that time were like that on radio. So it's just, you know, I think Britney's voice is very unique. But Britney made up for it in all the other apart. Like, the where she wasn't able to really eat up the girls vocally, she ate them up in every single arena. She really did. She really ate up the girls. And honestly, I would be tearing out my hair too if I was one of the girls. And it's like, damn, bitch, I could really sing. Yeah, but once you get on stage... That's when it falls flat. And honestly, the biggest testimony to everything, really, is it doesn't matter how great of a hit you have. It doesn't matter how beautiful the song is. If you can't sell it on a stage, that's it. It's really a rizap. Speaking of not being able to sell it on stage, the VMAs was this past week, and... um. Onika won Video Vanguard of the Year, 
and performed um, her medley of hits. And I will say that they are hits. They are definitely hits. I will say they're definitely some hits. Because I was like, damn, bitch. Yes, Mama for Life. That's a little bop. You know what I'm saying? It's a little cute little bop. Um, so she definitely performed her hits. Um, yeah, it was... But I think, like, again, Onika is great as a rapper. She's great at wordplay. I don't think she's great at composing music. I don't think she's great at constructing music together. I think her ego gets in the way of allowing other people to um, allow her to be great. You know what I'm saying? I think she's definitely the one in the room saying like, well, I get the final say. I'm going to do it this way. And it's like, well, girl, all right, go ahead. I, I mean, I don't know that to be true, but I just feel deep in my bones, inside of my bosom, that that is where Onika really fails because she doesn't allow the girls with the with the credentials to come in and work on things musically for her. You know what I'm saying? Hence why some of her best work is really just being a featured artist because that's where she really excels at. She really excels at just giving a great 16 delivering a great verse when the hook comes in falls flat when the bridge comes in falls flat the beats be mid the music videos a little midi everything's a little mid but when that verse comes in that's where she shines but she doesn't really shine necessarily on the stage um which is so weird to see because you just kind of like you know when you kind of you're you're like almost rooting for somebody and you're just like mm, I want you to eat this and they're just not really eating it on the on the stage. You know like great great tunes, love the tunes. Um questionable attire. The hits are there, but I think occupying 9 minutes of live television is it's that's that's tough. Um, even for the best performers. So, yeah, she was on the, on the stage. She was present on the stage. Um, another one who I think, and this is my opinion, um, Beyonce has very okay music, in my opinion. Nothing great, nothing bad. It's just like, it's just there, you know? Um, but she she's able to deliver it on the stage like nobody else can and she delivers and sells the music but the but but if you think about it let's say she wasn't a great performer will the music still hit just something to think about because some of it's just like "Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, okay you know but um yeah so the vmas was this past what was it sunday um, and Bad Bunny made a couple, like, went viral or went throughout the internet, made some headlines about kissing his male backup dancer, um, which is also part of, like, I guess an act in his tour. And I know that there was, like, mixed feelings about it. I know some girls is, like, really over straight people, like... And I guess he's never really said he was straight. And I guess he also never said he was, like, 
not straight or said he was queer or nothing like that. You know, the girls take a little inch and they run a, run a mile. But um, f- here's the thing, girl. I don't care about the damn labels, bitch. I don't care about no fluid this, no non-binary that, no. Bitch, if you fucking bitches, you at right now, you are having heterosexual sex, bitch. I don't know what else type of sex that's considered. I don't know what world y'all live in. If you are a man having sex with a female, that's called heterosexual sex. Thus, it's given heterosexual. I'm not I'm not making this up. This is not like some new theory. This is not some new concept. This is not like, ooh, this is, you know, a hot take. It's not a hot take, baby. You're <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The minute your dick starts going into orifices, of the same sex is giving homosexuality. So when you do them both, it's giving bisexuality. I feel like these are very common things. I thought we really understood them. I don't know what world the girls are in right now, but I just feel like this is tried and true, baby. It's not, you know what I'm saying? So for all the a public knows, he's only been fucking bitches, which is nothing wrong with it. But here's the thing. Ain't nobody said he has never denied anything. He's never been asked. There's never been any situation where some of the girls say like, oh, apparently he said he was pansexual. But when you look for some of those articles, the articles, you can't find them anywhere on the Internet. So it's like that man is a straight man. And I know the girls is really getting tired of like the queer baiting and like the the straights. And I honestly, me too. I'm, I'll be honest. I'm really getting tired of the gay. I mean, the straights. Wearing the dangly earrings and the nail polish and um, the little Daisy Dukes and stuff. And what else? The girls are doing little crop tops. And girl, just I need y'all niggas to just not do that gay shit no more. Like, I'm just really as a gay man. I'm really over y'all motherfuckers doing gay shit. It's really starting to irk me. I hate it. It's ugly. It gives me... I don't feel comfortable. (laughs) I do not feel comfortable. (laughs) If you want to live your life like that, that is fine. Do not flaunt it in my fucking face, bitch. Because I can't handle no more straight men doing all this weird shit. It's just, it's cringy because at the end of the day, you're going to suck this dick or nah. So you're not going to suck the dick? So take off the fucking crop top, bro. Take off that goofy shit. Shut the fuck up. Nobody gives a fuck about, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, all the queer baiting, all that pandering bullshit, like, it's so late. It's so late. And what's even more late is, like, how many times do the girls got to get onto the VMA stage and be like, oh, I'm going to do something scandalous, and I'm going to kiss somebody of the same sex. Nobody cares. Like, that's so, like, not... That's not even giving anything no more, bitch. It's 2022. You think nobody gives a fuck about that bullshit? Like, it's not giving Britney and Madonna, bitch. Like, y'all ain't really giving it. It's so late. It's lame. It's lame Rizzo. It's super duper lame. And it's actually, it's more lame now than, like, if you did that 20 years ago, all right. It's already kind of, like, goofy, but it's, like, whatever. Because it's, like, you know you're only doing that shit for shock value. But now it's, like, that's what you're doing for shock value? Out of all the great things you can do in 2022, that's that's what you think is really going to shock the girls. 
kissing somebody. Ooh. Oh, my God. Wow. This is very, like, oh, my God. I can't believe he did that. Wow. That's so cool. I guarantee you in 10 years when they do, like, little recaps of the 2020s, no one's going to be like, remember that one time in 2022 when, when Bad Bunny kissed his backup dancer? I, I promise you no one's going to care. It, it it I don't even think it really made headlines. I I think it was like a more of an online thing. I don't think nobody gave a fuck about none of that shit because it's so goofy and it's lame. You know what I'm saying? It's like just stop doing all this gay shit. If you know what I'm unless you gonna like really give it off and try to be doing some gay shit, don't be doing no gay shit. I'm so over it. It's like we're in an era now where like everybody want to be gay. Everybody want to do all this gay shit, all this lesbian shit, all this non-binary shit, bitch, LGBTQ shit, bitch. But actually, y'all just want to like, y'all have fun trying to be us and like, but y'all don't actually want to live like us. That's what, that's my problem. You know, it's like, you want, like, you want to kiki, you want the style, you want um, to vogue down, you want to wear the stuff, you want to, like, play pretend and all this other stuff and pretend like you gay without any of the fear of bodily or legislative harm. And that, to me, is like, I can see through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, just cut the shenanigans. We don't, like I said the last podcast, I don't need you to be, in order for me to be a fan, I don't need you to do no gay shit. I promise you I don't. I really, and honestly, I don't even need you to do no, like, ally shit either. I don't need you to, like, march in no shit, bitch. I don't need you to be the Lady Gaga and just be crying at every drop of the dime for some gay shit. Baby, I I mean, I, I, I definitely liked Lady Gaga for a very long time but after a while I was like girl just stop the gay shit bitch just stop leave us alone bitch god damn like every time you turn around you over here on the verge of tears of you know I'm just I'm just trying to fight for equal shut up it's like (laughs) it's too much you know what I'm saying I just I can't I just like people who are authentic and I can feel like it's real when the girls is going too hard, sometimes it's like, girl, are you really going hard? Or are you really just trying to wedge and cement your retirement within a community? Because you know that community is never going to leave you. Which, bitch, if that's the case, get your money. There ain't nothing wrong with it. But I'm just really over the gays. Like, I, I the gay shit. Like, I don't, like I said, like, I don't even need my pop stars. Brittany barely said boo. In her whole entire career, she barely said boo about any gay shit. She didn't, she, you ain't never seen her do much of anything, really. She wrote a letter to the, the, um, the LGBTQ community a few years and, um, she got a GLAAD award and she had a great little acceptance speech. And, um, I remember one time she did privately this boy. And I I told this on the podcast, but, like, he ended up writing a letter and was like, you know, I'm sad, you know, I'm gay, da-da-da-da, I don't feel good, whatever, I'm just suicidal, whatever, I don't know, really, I forgot what the letter said, but it was, like, some sad shit, like, some real deep shit. He wrote a letter and at a meeting greet, gave it to Britney Spears, and she held on to it. And then went and, you know, took the picture or whatever. And then she read it. And then she told her bodyguard, go get that boy and bring him back. 
um, and so she got his number, his address or whatever, and she hand wrote him a note and, you know, mailed it off to him. It was like, you know what you're, you know, if you, um, I don't know what the letter, I forgot. He said something like it was, you're not alone or whatever and blah, 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 and strength and what shit, whatever. Meanwhile, same shit happened to Gaga and she told the cameras to zoom in and was like, listen to this boy, like share a very deep, Thing with her and she's over here crying and mind you the boy's not even crying so she's crying and she's like this is what i fight for and this is what and she's like zoom in on the camera and it's like girl you know what i'm so it's two different type of pop stars there's the girls who take the more classy route the more selfless route and then the, there's the girls who have like an agenda <laughs> you know what i'm saying and most people are not gonna be able to see the girls who have an agenda I can sniff out bullshit from a mile away. I don't know. I Sometimes I wish I couldn't. Sometimes I wish I couldn't because then I feel like my life would just be easier and just smooth sailing. But I can smell bullshit from a mile away. And it's like, bitch, that is bullshit. Like, you are really doing this shit for the cameras. Yes, it's probably coming from a, a place of, you know, I really do want to help this boy out. But if somebody comes up to you and they're like going through and they're like, bitch, I was suicidal and woo-woo-woo. First off, don't make it about you. Okay, don't be don't be crying in they they face. Yeah, it might touch you, it might make you emotional and stuff like that, but you keep your shit strong and you don't be crying in this man's this little boy's face. All right? Because he's nervous. He's finally meeting the superstar of his dreams that he has listened to your music for every single night for years and years and years and he finally gets to meet you and bitch you're crying in his face and having the documentary crew zoom in and then being loud where everybody else is still in line to come see you, t- sharing what this boy just didn't whisper to you. How fucking disgusting is that? Disgusting. I feel like, honestly, everybody should, <laughs> everybody should take a page of the Britney Spears manual and do what Britney did. Got that letter, read it, kept it cute, and then had her bodyguard get his address and then wrote him a letter and kept it discreet and between them. Being classy. And honestly, I could go on and on and on why Britney is probably one of the best people in the world. Honestly, next to Mother Teresa. And quite honestly, I'm not even sure Mother Teresa was really all that girl that the girls <laughs> think she is. I, I'm ready to bash that bitch, too, because I heard the girl was over here doing some wild shit and stealing money and doing some wild, corrupt shit. So honestly, at this point... Give Britney a fucking Nobel Peace Prize, and she is honestly better than Mother Teresa. And I was going to say another fictional character, but I don't need the religious girls getting upset with me and really trying to cancel me. Because there's a couple things you cannot talk about, and religion is one of them. Hallelujah. Um, So what are we talking about this? um, I wrote some things down. Um, Oh... There was, um, what's that girl from, what's that bitch from Euphoria, the white girl? Oh my God. I'm drinking the most delightful black tea, lemon, mango lemonade. Mm. So... One of my fa- sidetrack. One of my favorite things in the world is my grandmother's 
um, rest in peace, Grandma, but like her black tea, mint, lemon tea. And she would take a bunch of like um, black, just regular Lipton um, tea bags and put it in this. And she used to live in the desert. So she would put it in the desert. And I mean, she would put it in a big ass jar. Let me just get my life together. She would put all the damn um, tea bags. I don't know how many, it's just a bunch. And she would put the tea bags in water in a big ass jar. And she would sit it outside in the sun and it would brew or whatever. And then she'd put like sugar and then she grew her own mint. And she would put lemons, not a lot of lemons, but a lot of um, mint. Bitch, that, I ain't never had no tea that good in my life. And I, like, now I try to make it, but don't ever match the same. Because the mint don't be minting no more. Let me tell you something. My grandma used to have, in her backyard, a big-ass bushel. And, I mean, mint just grew all around her whole fucking house. And it was just, like, wildfire, bitch. Like, it was, like, fucking weeds. Like, you could not contain that bitch. And, I mean, I'm talking about it would be, like, at least two, almost three feet tall than big-ass mint bushes. Um, And it, that mint would be bomb as fuck. So a lot of our family, we would try to dig up some of... Because there's so much damn mint in her big-ass um yard. And she didn't have a yard. She had, like, a farm. Like, a big-ass... There was, like, a chicken coop. Bitch, okay, don't, don't, don't judge me. But there was, like, a chicken coop. <laughs> you know, like, when you're a kid, like, you just, well, I was, I loved being outdoors. Like, I don't like being outdoors no more. But when I was a kid, I used to love, like, tree houses. We used to have a tree house in the canyon. And um, and where my parents lived, we had, like, a canyon. And then we built a big-ass tree house. So I used to love, like, tree houses. And, you know, like, when you're a kid, you just want to be, like, have your own space. You know, like, you'd be like, this is my treehouse, bitch. Like, this is where I'm going to go here. I'm going to go read my book. And now I'm going to go on this side of the treehouse and play with my G.I. Joes. And on this side of the treehouse, I'm going to, you know, like, you're just doing weird shit. So my grandma had, in her backyard, she had a basketball court, a playground, um, pomegranate trees, um, a whole bunch of other shit, like a tractor. And then she also like a chicken coop. And I, listen, now I think about this, it's so disgusting. But I used to like playing in the chicken coop. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, this cute, like a little home. Like, you know, just a little chicken coop. So country, bitch. But anyway, so she, my grandma had like a bunch of like um, mint. And so our family, everybody, the mint would be so Bombay. Everybody would try to dig out the roots of a certain area of the the mint and try to plant it in their homes. Bitch, that shit would be dead. It could never... It's for years. It's never been able to survive in anyone's home. And, like, bitch, we lived in, like, Southern California. Like, any plant can survive in Southern California. Moist, great, fertile land. Meanwhile, this fucking mint is surviving in the desert. Anyways, so she made the most bomb tea. So I just have a love for, like, black tea with, like, like a little bit of lemon and a lot of mint and, a, and some sugar. So I basically brewed my own black tea recently. Just kidding, I didn't. I bought this um, from Whole Foods, a little concentrated black tea. So you mix it with some water. So I put... 
um, you're supposed to mix half and half, half black tea and half water. But I do like two thirds black tea and then one third water. And then I do like mango or like a sort of a lemonade. Honestly, I should have got the uh, mint lemonade because it would have been more lit. But bitch, I was looking, I was like, ooh, mango's going to sound cunt. So I put the little mango lemonade and some good ice in there because, bitch, you need the good ice. I hate freezer ice. It's so ugly. I hate it. Like, I don't know if y'all are like this too, but I'll, 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 if that's the only ice available, I will do freezer ice. But otherwise, I need my ice to come from a bag. And I need it to be in, like, a nice form, not just that crunchy, nasty, ugly ice. It needs to be formed nicely, like nice, pretty, either round ice or cube ice. And it has to be clear. It makes all the difference in the world. I can't think it makes your drink stay colder longer because that nasty ass, don't y'all feel like that nasty ass white ice be like melting like real quick? And why is it so white and cloudy? That's ugly. I don't want that in my drink. So... I have that in here with a good old straw, a good plastic straw, none of that paper shit, in a glass, honey. Mm. Ooh, that is so good, bitch. <sighs> you ever drink something so good, your jowls be... I don't, I don't even think it's your jowls. It's the... Your, your jowls, it be water in your mouth. Mm. Lord have mercy, that was so good. What was I talking about... <clears throat> Oh, yeah, that white bitch from Euphoria. Sweeney, Sweeney Todd. Not Sweeney Todd. What's her name? <laughs> Sydney Sweeney. <laughs> Why I call that girl Sweeney Todd? <laughs> Sydney Sweeney. I think that, yeah, her name is Sydney Sweeney. Anyway, so she went to her mom's, like, 60th or somebody's 60th, 70th birthday. Somebody's fucking birthday, bitch. And... One, she took photos or whatever she posted on her Instagram and somebody in the background had like a black, no, not a Black Lives Matter, a Blue Lives Matter t-shirt on, um, in one of the photos. And then another photo she posted, somebody said they had one of those like Make America Great Again hats, but it didn't say Make America Great Again. It said like, um, Make 60s being 60 great again or something like that which girl it's never been great but go off but anyways that it that's what was in the photos and bitch when i tell you the internet ate her ass up lit her ass right the fuck on up Ooh, they ate that bitch up and this is i need to find no i don't need to find it but she after like a few hours she kind of immediately responded she said wow something to the tune of um I didn't really think it was y'all was gonna y'all are making this crazy or something like that and um that's my family and basically she was just like yeah so I'm trying to celebrate my mom's birthday or something like that and go off bitch <laughs> she didn't offer no apology she didn't say I'm sorry she's not saying I'm deleting this she's not she said bitch I y'all saw what y'all saw and y'all doing too much and I'm gonna go celebrate my mama bye and she didn't give a fuck. Now, <clears throat> this is something I've been wanting to say for a very long time, but this is not really the topic, but I'm going to say it real quick. I love a bitch who says, who the girls will eat you up and be like, apologize, apologize, apologize. How dare you delete this, delete this. I love 
No, even if that bitch is wrong, even if they dead ass wrong, I will love you even more <laughs> if somebody, if the internet is roasting your ass and making you apologize. I love for a bitch to come back and be like, bitch, I said what I said. I'm not apologizing. So now what? There's, I, I, it makes me almost respect you even more, honestly. As weird and twisted as that sounds, I love a bitch like that. I love a bitch who's going to be like, I'm not taking it back. And I'm not deleting it. And I'm not apologizing. So argue amongst yourselves. I love it. I love it. And she didn't really say that. But she definitely was just like, well, girl, I'm going to go back to the party. Bye. <laughs> oh, yes. So here's my thing. First off, I just don't understand how, like, this is a white girl. And I'm not, like, she's not, like, Italian white. Not saying it doesn't mean anything different. But she's not, like, European white or, like, some. She's American white. Meaning American. <laughs> like, y'all know what I'm talking about. She just is an American white girl. What do you think her family is going to look like? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to see multicultural people in her family. You're not going to see a plethora. It's... She was raised by white people. I don't know what why that is so surprising to the girls. I don't know why the girls was like, oh my gosh, somebody has a Blue Lives Matter shirt in her family. I'm shocked that they wouldn't. I'd be more shocked if somebody had a Black Lives Matter. If, bitch... If 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 this lady, and I don't even know how old she is, honestly. She looked like she's 19 years old. Let me see. What's her name? Sweeney Todd. S- Sydney Sweeney. Hold on. Sydney Sweeney age. Let me see. She's 24 years old. Okay. Now, if this girl done posted a photo and she had a, a whole family full of white people and they and one of them had a Black Lives Matter shirt on. I would be like, "Oh, where?" I, that would actually, that would give me a little pause. I'd be like, "Wow, that would be more shocking." White people doing white people shit is not shocking. Like, come on now. I don't know what world y'all live in. I don't know where y'all like. This is why I feel like these politics and like this whole area era especially with the internet it's like y'all i don't know i don't know where you thought after 2020 y'all was like oh actually now white people are they're completely different they are com- they have really switched the um the motherboard they have flipped the switch and now they're they're completely different Including the family. Girl, please. I don't know how y'all thought that wouldn't be the... Like, she's a white girl. And white girls have white people in their family. And older white people... I would say 90% of the time do some racist shit. Maybe 95. I really want to say 100%, but people hate when I say that. Because they're like, well, not all, not all of them. But 
So I inst- I can't say 100, even though that's where I'm inclined to say, but I'll say 90% of their family is going to do some racist-ass shit. And that's just what it is. And then the deeper and deeper them generations until they fucking die off are going to continue to do racist shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not... Like, I've said this multiple times. They were like, I'm not hard bent against dating a white person or being in a relationship with a white person. The only thing, aside from attraction, like major attraction, because I've learned this, I think I really have to be genuinely... If I'm going to be in a relationship, I thought I could do this where I could just be like, oh, because I am more attracted to people's personalities and how they treat me more than than I am physically. But I've learned now I actually have to physically be attracted to you. I have to actually like now I have to like want to find you attractive. Like the one thing that's really that gives me slight, not slight, major pause on dating a white person is I don't want to have to sit down at the dinner table and then uncle 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 um dear uncle doofus rufus uncle rufus then walked in and he got on a blue lives matter shirt you know what i'm saying and i'm racially ambiguous so it's gonna be like you know you just hear random like especially when you're racially ambiguous you hear some wild shit all the time you just be they just they just say some wild shit and you're just like damn bitch (laughs) so i don't know why they thought this girl's family would be different she might be fight the and you know what's crazy is she but see i get it though because she's part of that show euphoria and that show is so targeted to like a gen what is it gen x gen z what's the one after being the whatever them girls you know what i'm talking about the younger generation the ones that's right before my generation after the millennials they they it's a show targeted to them and they are so fight fight the power they are so like getting carpal tunnel syndrome for typing shit on the internet they are you know they are just those girls and great lovely it means we're on a great path for future generations of, you know what I'm saying? So that's great. But you have to realize in real life, not just things that play out on television, on in media, and also on the internet. In real life, that's what people's families be given off. Then white people's families be given off. You know what I'm saying? You think I, me as one of the biggest Britney fans, Britney Spears fans of all time, bitch. You think I don't... I, I You think I'm going to be shocked when I find out most of Britney's family is Republican and probably Trump supporters? And actually not probably are Trump supporters? You think... You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I would be dumb if I believed that. And I think for the longest, I think there was even a couple moments where Britney, like, got... Not got caught, but she was... I don't, She's never voted. That's one thing I've learned. She never, like, has voted. But she was supporting, you know, George W. Bush for a very long time because she was like, oh, my dad does. But that's that's her family. She grew up in Louisiana. She's white. She's not, you know, Latino white, which, honestly, I, I, it, it ain't too far different. But, um, you know, that's just what she is. I'm not going to be, like... 
I'm not, like, you know, I'm not going to think Britney's over here tooting it with, um, with all these Democrats and super left um, liberals and stuff like that. Like, yeah, probably with some of her friends and like some of her dancers and stuff like that. But her family at its core, that's probably, that's more than likely Britney's family. Probably worse, honestly. Probably worse. So the girl ate, the girls ate that little girl up. And bitch, I, I mean, I'm not excusing her behavior because that is wild for you to post some photos like that. And, and to post them, like, because if you wanted to post, like, oh, my mom's celebrating her birthday, you could have posted, there was a, there was a bunch of po- photos she posted. You could have just left those two photos out. But she didn't want to. And honestly, hey, I ain't even mad at it. I'm really not fucking mad at it. I'm like, bitch, you do you. And I, like I said, I will always love a bitch, even if they dead ass wrong, who's going to be like, I said what the fuck I said. I'm not taking it back and I'm not apologizing so you can kiss my ass. That same shit happens was Saucy Santana when he basically said like Beyonce's um, baby is ugly. Blue Ivy was ugly. Bitch, the girls ate Saucy Santana up and he has not once apologized and I fucking live. He said, I said what I said. I'm not apologizing and I'm not taking it back. So now what? I love that. I love that. Um, so yeah, it's like, but here's the thing. But it's also, it's like, it's very maddening because people are like, well, you can just cut your family off and you can just let your family go. Not everybody has that privilege of just cutting their family off, bitch. Some people live with their family. Some people need their family. Some people are on their family's insurance. And some people, you know what I'm saying? It's not as easy of just like, well, if that happened to me, I just wouldn't talk to my family. Well, you you try that then. (laughs) You try that. I mean, me personally, I have cut off my family for a couple years. (laughs) And I will say it was not fun. Did it teach my family? Um how to move with me yes did i let them know like don't try that shit again yes did it did it work yes did i enjoy those years where i cut my family off hell fucking no that was not fun for me very depressing very traumatic not fun (laughs) very poor (laughs) you know what i'm saying it was not a great it would not recommend zero out of one zero out of five stars would not recommend bitch Zero out of one stars. Tomato, tomato. Would not recommend. Um, but I did cut off my family. But that's not real. But I also know not everybody built like me. So not everybody's able to just fucking cut off their family or, you know. And you know what's also what's really kind of crazy is I feel like the girls be saying these things on the internet. And they ain't really doing it. They ain't really about it. They be like, oh, well, you need to be having these. I would tell my parents. And what you wouldn't say shit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you wouldn't say you wouldn't even have the fucking balls to sh- say anything like that shut the fuck up a lot of these people be on the internet talking about what they would have should have could have would have done and it's like you be over here bowing looking at the ground twiddling your fucking thumbs because you're a coward and you have no fucking balls shut the fuck up all this re- weird shit of like i would have done this i would have done that. you wouldn't done shit you would have never done because you had your whole life to do shit and you ain't doing shit right now so shut the fuck up all right let's just let's just keep it behind it so it's like, what do you expect that girl to do? Like for me, I have, um, so I have a cousin. And so a lot of my cousins were all kind of like the same age. Like we all like 
um, our parents, my aunts and stuff like that, they all kind of had kids at the same time, you know, roughly in like a three, four, five year window. Everybody just, I guess, had kids, bitch. I don't know. I guess the sperm and egg and the moon's aligned, honey, because we was all getting popped out of coochies at the same time. So it is what it is. So we all kind of like the same. We're all cousins and we all kind of in the same age range. So, um, so I'm saying that because we're close, you know, so we grew up whenever we have family things, we was all like, you know, you go into one room and you playing with your cousins in one room, you you eat dinner at the kids table, you doing kid shit, you do family vacations, everybody. So we're close as cousins. We're very close. We're not, you know, like some people are like, oh, I don't like, they be talking about their cousins or like their families and they don't really ever see them. We would, it would like, that's just how we would be. If we needed to stay at someone's house or sleep over, it was just, those are my first friends, you know, I, that's all I knew. So anyways, need to say we're close. So she, um, married, um, some, they're both work in law enforcement and, um, they've been cops, correctional facility, like just worked in law enforcement. So she married her partner and they, um, we have like a family group chat and whatnot. And, and I was in Spain one day and I've, I'll be honest, I mute the, the group chat because they'd be going off. You know, it's, it's like my, my aunts and uncles, like they're in like their sixties and you know, they don't, they, you know, like I think older people text message a certain way that's not like us. So it's just, they just be hearting everything, liking everything. Just, it's a lot. It's too many notifications. So I just mute the bitch. So <laughs> I was um, at a spa in Barcelona and I'm just, you know, laying there and I'm just lounging by the pool and I'm like opening up the little text message thread, the group um, chat thing. And they're like, oh, I think they're doing like a barbecue or some shit. I don't really remember because that really was not what where my eyes went. But I saw them grilling some shit on a grilling uh, barbecue pit or grill a griller, a barbecue thing, bitch. I don't know what they call it. We grill shit. And it was a Blue Lives Matter emblem on the griller. And I was like, I was first off quickly angered because I was like one the fucking audacity you know so she my cousin married someone who's not um black okay so everybody in my family is black and I was like the fucking audacity for this non-black person to send that in a group chat full of black people you know what I'm saying and I get it, you're law enforcement and you worked there for 20 years. And, you know, I get it. That's your whole, you know, I get it. I get like, I get it. You know, I get you being law, but it's like, I, I was so, I'm still dumbfounded clearly because I could barely even think, how dare you put that in a group message? First off, how dare you first off put that bullshit on your barbecue pit? In general. But then, too, you just dead ass sent these photos 
and it's like, oh, look what we look at the food we made. Look at the da, 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 da. we're grilling today, and da, 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 da. and it's like in the whole fucking photo is a blue lives matter thing, and it, the whole fucking text message group chat is black people. There ain't nobody in the group chat but you who ain't black. So I'm like, I'm like, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't, this, I, I, this ain't, this ain't happening. I'm not, I cannot believe this. So <laughs> immediately I call my sister because she's on the same time in Spain at the time. I said, do you believe this bullshit? She's, you know, I'm not going to say publicly what my sister said. And then I hit up my cousins, other cousins as well that weren't part of the group chat. Um, they're, you know, everybody had their, what they wanted to say. Um, but I was like, this is some, like, the fuck? And I'll be honest, I was pissed. Um, but... Because if if you don't really understand, like, the reason why a blue light... And I, I feel weird even having to explain this, but I guess clearly the girls don't understand. There was no... There, the Blue Lives Matter, like, flag and whatnot, that whole symbolism. Bitch, they had that shit at the fucking gym. And bitch, I called corporate and shut that shit down. And the person who um, put that little fucking sticker on the, on the, um, the, the door leaving out got fired. And they're like, who was it? Me. Me. It was me. It was me. Take that bullshit off. Because the whole thing is like, it's a, it's a, it has like a little blue stripe on an American flag. It's a, a black and white American flag. And on one stripe, it is just blue. Basically saying like blue lives matter, like police lives matter. Because their thought is police are dying as well. But here's the thing. It's literally a direct response to black lives matter. And so it's inherently fucking racist. There's no way, I don't even, there's no way to slice it and dice it. There's no way to look at it in another angle. There's no way of, well, may, well, it's just also just like we can, no. It's inherently racist because the foundation from the inception is racist. And the fact that it is, there's, we need to, you know, also think about all the um, police that are dying. Then you know what you need to do? Create something completely different. Complete, have something completely different that is not in connection to Black Lives Matter. Because if you want to bring awareness to um, police officers dying, that's a great thing to bring awareness on. Love that. Love that for you guys. Love it. But it don't need to be no police lives matter no blue lives matter bullshit that is literally a response to black lives matter and meant to diminish the whole movement in itself that shit is fucking racist so therefore when i saw that shit i said that i can't believe it it's a whole text message full of black folks and but see that's me i'll be looking into the photos bitch I'm, I'm the type of bitch i've said this a million times you can send me a photo Bitch, you can send me a nude, bitch. You can send me a nude with your whole booty hole spread wide the fuck open like the Grand Canyon, bitch. And I'm going to be looking far back into your room. I'm look, trying to see what's on them shelves, what's on the ground. What's on the what's on the, um, the the bathroom sink? Let me see. Let me see. What type of soap is that? Zoom in. Soft soap. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be looking at shit like that. Like, 
I never, I've always been like that. I never look at the actual subject at hand. I'm always looking at everything else in the, the, the photo. So I know my family don't be doing the same shit. They get barely, I mean, I'm not trying to throw them under the bus. They're not fucking sped patients, but, you know, they don't be using the phones like that. They don't be really, you know. So they be looking at the photos, but I don't think they really dissect them. And I don't think they really saw that. But even if they did see it, they may not even know what it is. You know what I'm saying? My family don't be really, child, they watch Young and the Restless, okay? <laughs> My family be watching Young and the Restless. They be, you know, and I will say, well, I won't say it, but it's just, I don't know. So ain't nobody said nothing. I said, don't say nothing, Sam. Just don't, because I was going to light it up. I was going to light it up. And Solomon is the hothead in the bunch. I am, I'm the the girl. I was like, I'm not going to light it up. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to, you know. So it's, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, sometimes what you got to do is you got to just let that person know what's up. Let them know why that shit is wrong. Let them know where you stand and try to guide them and give them the tools necessary. But at the end of the day, you can't make them do anything. You can't make them take that shirt off, take that thing off their grill, take that hat off. But at the end of the day, they're still family. And you got to you got to make it and family so nuanced. Like there's so many. It's not just a cut and dry thing sometimes with family. And that's, I think, why it's so hard for when these situations happen with family, because I love my cousin. You know what I'm saying? I would never like cut her off and be like, well, Fuck your partner and I would never do that. I just I really wouldn't. I don't care what I mean. Well, bitch, if we got a little crazy, I might just. But that ain't never gonna happen. But it's like I wouldn't. I would never just cut them off. I would never like roast them or eat them up. I wouldn't do that. That's my family. I have compassion for my family. You know, I I I might have an issue with that photo, of course. I don't like that. I don't like the fact that you that person felt the odd the the just the comfortability of like let me just put this on this grill. I don't give a fuck what it means to y'all blackies. And let me just go ahead and just send this into the group chat with all you negroes. Mm. You like like you know, I don't think it was this whole thought out process, but at the same time it's very insensitive and it's very I hate to use this word, but it's problematic. <laughs> You know, but I mean, I wouldn't just, I have still have compassion. I still have love for my family and I'm not going to take these drastic approaches that they suggested this girl, Sydney Sweeney, be doing with her family. I love my family. And at the end of the day, they're going to have my back regardless. They always like, that's the thing. Like you, we may not see eye to eye on a lot of shit or it might be. And somebody was like, oh, well. So it's, you know, everything's okay when it comes to, like, racism. That's the one thing I won't draw the line. I mean, I draw the line at. And it's like, yes, 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 yes. But at the same time, it's like, am I going to never talk to my cousin again? We grew up as babies together. Like, I'm never going to talk to her again because of a photo. All I can do is be like, this is what it is. This is why it's wrong. Don't do that shit again. 
Now, if you want to keep that thing on your grilling pit, that's fine. But that that little JPEG, <laughs> that little 3000 by 7000 pixel photo, don't don't bring them things in the in the in the, the group chat no more with no black folks. Just keep it at that house. <laughs> it shouldn't be there. <laughs> But if it's if it's gonna stay there, don't be bringing that shit in front of black folks. And that's the thing that the girls like. Back to <laughs> dating non-black people, and especially, I mean, the thing is like, I I think that would be one of my biggest fears is like, what if I get knee deep in a relationship with a white man and love him down to the ground to his dirty drawers, bitch, and just love him down, 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 down. And years later, he pulls some shit like this. I don't know what I would do, bitch. I don't know what I would do. I mean, <laughs> I feel like I'd be more in tune with cutting him off and divorcing his ass than, like, cutting my family members off. You know? But then it's like, am I dumb? Are, but then it's like, are you dumb for, like, you you are the one who is dating this person. Like, you didn't think that that would... You, yeah, like, eventually, if you give people enough time, they'll show you their true colors. They'll, they will definitely show you their true colors. So, I don't know. I feel like... Not to make this about me again, but... I don't know. I don't know if I could date no Anglo-Saxons because it's like, I don't want that to happen. Because, let me tell you something. If I'm, like, let's say we both on the couch, right, and... But see, that would never happen. That not in my household. I, we we wouldn't even have that on the grilling machine. But let's say no, we just wouldn't. I don't even. Th- I can't even think of a, a way how I can really insert myself in something like this. All I would say is, let's say okay, let's say hypothetically speaking, they they typed something. It wasn't a photo. They just like said something that was anti-black. Bitch, we will be fighting, and I'm not here to promote domestic violence. <laughs> I'm not here to talk about, you know, promote none of that shit and be like, it's okay. Because that was another topic I was going to talk to last week, but I didn't, I chose not to. Bitch, we'll be fighting. We would definitely have to be, we won't like tear up the house, but you'll get popped. Definitely. You'll definitely get popped if you put some shit like that and, and text it to my mama and my daddy. Whose whole entire black people? No, nah, I wouldn't do that. Just we would have to fight a little bit, just a little little light swirl, a little light swirl, and you better clean it up very, very quickly. Otherwise, I'll be calling my lawyer, and it we could dissolve this very, very quickly. And by quickly, meaning you, you would have to have to leave. And I'm dead serious about that. But um. So, yeah, that's what that girl did. She got roasted on the internet, and she said, bitch, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Ooh, that tickled me pink, bitch. Um, all right, so moving right along. Oh, um, one little quick little topic. You know, this was, I, I, I knew I just could not do this episode. This I was like, this is going to be like a four-hour episode, and I'm not going to do it. Real quick, I'm not going to get into it too deep. Um, Britney Spears left a 22-minute voice note or whatever. You know what I think it really was? I think it was voice recordings that were edited together from her um, upcoming autobiography or her book, maybe. Um, Because the book's done. Allegedly, the book is done, and it's it's ready to come out in top of next year. So, I mean, I'm not 
listen, I'm not trying to throw my girl under the bus. I'm not trying to throw none of these celebrities under the bus. But I know Britney's not sitting at a computer typing this up. You know, so what they normally do is they give you like a little re- your little recording. You just record your life. And then somebody writes the novel or the the book or whatever it is. So Britney was so this that's how that's what it sounded like to me because the um the audio switches a little bit. There's like some um frequency issues with the audio. So it wasn't like her just doing a 22 minute long thing. I think it was just kind of excerpts from um her upcoming book. Anyways, long story short, she did 22 minutes. Uh and it is just heartbreaking. She said, basically, she just talked about, gave, like, a timeline of everything from the conservatorship and, um, ba- I mean, of course, confirmed everything that was already said in court. But it was just coming, it was not nice, but in it was, it was nice <laughs> to hear coming from her mouth and from her accounts and not from other people. And it's incredibly heartbreaking, um... Yeah, you just hear, like, um, she was basically saying, like, you know, she still is, has no, a lot of, a lot of confidence, and every day she's trying to become more confident, and, like, um, which is so strange, but then when she explains it, she's like, imagine being on stage, and thousands of people are, you are a superstar, and you're being told you're a superstar, and you're being told you are this amazing person on stage and everyone is relating to you and you know you do these meet and greets and you meet your fans and then once it's all over you're treated like a a prisoner and you're demoralized and you're stripped away of not even having cash and you're told that you're fat and you're told that you know you're supposed to do that you're not allowed to have a cell phone and it's like and you're out with your friends you're inviting your your um childhood friends over and they're able to drink and go party and dance and you just got to sit there on the couch and it's like imagine breaking down somebody that much and like your whole 30s is just gone a good chunk of your 20s is gone but now you all your 30s is just gone and you're not able to experience anything you're just supposed to work and like it just broke my heart that someone who has given so much confidence to so many people over the course of the years is one who's literally right now struggling um, to find her own confidence, to find her own, like, you know, like, bitch, I'm bit like, it's wild because it's like, bitch, you're Brittany Spears. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's really, I'm not trying to, sh- I'm not trying to shade nobody. You're not Olivia Rodrigo. You are Britney Spears. Like, when, what was it? Um, even Elton was like, I'm on a track with another icon. An icon saying that you're an icon. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're up there with the girls. You're not like, you're not like Doja Cat, girl. Like, I'm not trying to like shade none of them, but it's like, you're not giving that. It's You're not even Onika. You're like, you're no, you're like, it's really no shade, but you're really up there with the girls. And it's like, you don't feel confident and it is wild and it's so fucking maddening to hear that like she's struggling with this and then even elton was like yeah she was really nervous about releasing the song and she even like we had to like 
like urge her like you it you sound great this is a good song this is a good song like let's do it let's do it and she even to the last minute was like i'm so unsure like i just feel like no one's gonna love me and it's like uh i feel like i'm trying not to cry <laughs> like that is just so mind-boggling like the fact that like oh i feel like people are gonna judge me bitch are you crazy <laughs> like no like everybody loves you but it's like if you were in fucking something for 13 plus years because yeah the conservatorship was 13 years but like this type of abuse was going on for a very long time and someone's brainwashing you to think that like yeah you can get your little ass on stage and you think you're selling out and you think like you're really that girl on stage and you think all these people love you well that well you're not you're still fat you still need to lose weight you're not good enough to like do anything else you better stay like Someone who's brainwashing you, and it's not just one person, it's a whole team of people brainwashing you to think that, like, you're trash. So you have all these great accomplishments, and you get to a point to where you have a song with Elton, the fucking John, and you're like, oh, I think no, I think people are going to make fun of me. What? When I tell you, <laughs> when I tell you, and I'm not trying to be funny because it's really coming from a real place. I was telling my friend William this. We was talking. I was like, the way I will rock Jamie Spears' world on site. If Britney was like, beat my dad's ass, bitch, I would. And I would, I would gladly, gleefully, willingly sit in a prison cell and serve a bid. If, if it was like, what are you in here for? Beating up Britney Spears' dad. I would. And, and every day I'd be so excited. Be like, ooh, another day in my cell. Serving my time. I would be very happy. As a matter of fact, I'd be like, actually, I don't even really want to go. Because this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. This is a sentence well deserved. What do you plead? Guilty. Guilty, your honor. I'd beat his ass. And I'll do it the fuck again. <laughs> I would. I would be like, bitch, I'll beat his ass and I'll do it the fuck again. H how do you get? Then it's all, all of a sudden it's time for me to come out. They looking at my shit and they be like, all right, so we're thinking about letting you out. Have you sat in your cell? And have you thought about the repercussions? I sure did. So what? I would beat his ass right again. Bring his ass to me. I'll beat his ass again. That would be me. I would gleefully, gladly sit in a cell. I really would. As fucking deranged as it sounds, I really would. But the fact that they fucking dogged my girl out for so long, bitch, I would I would literally just be like, yep, every day. Um, can I get some of that and a box of apple juice? And oh, did you know I'm the one who rocked Jamie? Just I just wanna I just wanna let the lunch lady know. Yes, just I'm the one who rocked him. Yep, thank you. Telling all the COs. Yep. Do you know what? Yes, we know Solomon. Just want to make sure everybody knows. I'm the one. I would gleefully do a bitch. Bitch, that man just deserves a, a solid place in hell. A solid place in hell. And I hope his colon collapse. I really fucking do. I know he got colon issues. Just hope the colon just collapse, bitch. I hope every bite of food he chews up goes right from his fucking esophagus straight out of his asshole down his ankles, bitch. 
I hope every day he lives is fucking hell. And quiet, quiet as it's kept, um, Lou Taylor got to pose. A bunch of the girls. I haven't really been talking about the Britney Spears movement as much anymore because now it's not just free Britney, it's um, justice for Britney. So the girls is going to jail, bitch. <laughs> the girls is really going to jail. And I love Britney's lawyer because he's not... Like, now that Britney's been out for almost a year of this conservatorship, he the, the lawyer is not... He is not taking his fucking foot off none of their necks and they're gagging they are trying everything they possibly can to postpone 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 and hide bitch no because he's coming after your ass and honestly i really can't wait i honestly it depends on what correctional facility jamie ends up in because let me tell you something actually things in the prison are really expensive like i don't know like you could do a lot of damage in the outside world for not a lot of money, you know, but in prison, it actually is a lot of money. Like it's even where it's even more expensive sometimes in prison. So Jamie going to get rocked. Okay. Jamie, Jamie going to get rocked. That's all there is. He's just going to get rocked from sunup to sundown day after day, after day, after day, after day, one by one. Every fucking blue moon, another rock. Like, it's going... That man is just really... His his happy days are behind him. Put it that way. Um, I, I've been meaning to talk about Kevin Federline for a while. Haven't done that. I don't really want to. Um, But I will say, her song has been number one on iTunes for six consecutive days straight. Um, it's expected to do, debut top ten... On the Hot 100, um, airplay is off the chain. Like everything's really off the chain, and it's just—it gets me a little emotional thinking. Like just a year ago, she was fighting for her freedom, and literally a year later, she is free, living life, happily married, and with a hit song. It doesn't get any better than that. Like that just makes me my little cold heart, my little cold mean little Scrooge McDuck heart so happy that a year later and here that's what she's doing she's happily married free and with a hit song so kudos to you Brittany um I was gonna talk about this Meghan Markle podcast with Mariah Carey that just came out and basically it's just about you know two light-skinned girls kind of coming on the podcast and just talking about like what it's like to be light-skinned and i'm not i'm not saying that i'm not i really didn't mean for it to come off shady it's really not um at first i'll be honest you know just in general once i start hearing about the mulatto play i'm just like oh girl oh lord here we go but it was and it was a nice little top because it's like it, it was just nice the fact that um, I mean they there was a, a little quick little soundbite to where they got Megan talking about I didn't know I was I don't know the quote bitch but it was basically like I didn't really it wasn't until I started dating my husband to where I realized um, I was black because they were treating me like a black woman um, but basically the whole quote is. She was basically saying, like, she 
you know, had light skin privilege, so she didn't deal with racism the same way someone who's um, visibly 100% black deals with. So she was like, well, yeah, I just kind of got treated as someone who was biracial. And yeah, when I started dating Harry's ass, that's when they were like, no, this black bitch. She didn't say all that, but basically that's what she basically said. And honestly, like, I like the fact that she mentioned that because it's so fucking annoying when there was like, even like just a couple of days ago, somebody it was like the first black woman to be an investor on Shark Tank. And it's clearly someone who's biracial. And of course, the girls was like, oh, you know, she's not really black and they need to say that she's biracial and you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's just so tired and late and delayed. And I don't even really want to get into it. But it's just like, any biracial person you speak to, it's like, on one hand, and this is what Mariah was saying, I was like, it's like, on one hand, it's like, they get mad when you don't say that you part black or that you black. You know what I'm saying? And growing up, that's just... Because I was also raised by a black mother. And I'm not trying to be, like, controversial or nothing like that. But there is a difference between biracial kids who are raised by a black mother and then the ones that are raised by white mothers. I'm not going to go into it, but it's a completely different... They grow up completely different, bitch. It's just... And I'm not, it's not saying one's better than the other. I'm not saying none of that shit, bitch. All I'm saying is they grew up completely different. And, bitch, if you know, you know. So, on one hand, I can see where Mariah was coming from. But it's like, I like the fact that they had this open discussion of both light-skinned, you know, biracial girls. And it's like, it's so annoying when these conversations now come up of, well, they're not really black, and they're not this, and they're not that. And it's like, it's so late. Because you don't think that, just because, and I can only speak for myself, I've always known I'm not visibly black. I get it. Great. Shocker. Um, yeah, I lived in a whole life, you know, for the first 35 years of my life without mirrors. But um, I get it. But at the same time, there's two things that are working when it comes to being biracial, but then also being someone who doesn't automatically look black, i.e. Mariah, i.e. myself, is you... Well, I can just speak for myself because I grew up in a black house. Everybody in your family is black. Your whole culture is black. Everything about you is black, 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 black. You see how your mom gets treated. You see how your dad gets treated. You see how your brother gets treated. You see how everybody else is treated. And then you also see how you get treated. And it's not the same. And I've said this on this podcast a million and one times. There's been times where I've really, you know, I would speak up for my mom. I would speak up for her coworkers. um, Because I just didn't like to see them being treated differently. But nonetheless... I, I've always known since day one, I mean, I didn't have, like, the the verbiage of saying, like, oh, it's considered privilege, but I always knew, like, oh, I am treated better. 
you know, and then there's even colorism within the black community where it's like, you know, I mean, I don't really want to say this, but um, there's things I've experienced where they're like, okay, well, don't like, how can I put it? Because <laughs> I don't want to like throw people I really love under the bus. Um, But so, okay, so this is horrible that I'm even saying this, but in like, but this, this, this is how we grew up. So if you like, granted, it's different now. It's different now with the girls and their raising of the kids. But like back in the day where I was growing up, especially when my mom was growing up, you could take somebody to someone's house. And if you was acting up, they was able to pop you a little. You know, and I'm not saying beat your ass. You know, I'm not saying, like, get a switch off the fucking tree and twirl you, bitch. I'm not saying that. But, you know, if you acted up in church or whatever, they would be able to pop you or, you know, get you in line. And a little quick little pop. Just a little sit down. You know, like a little little pop. So not all moms was like, but, you know, most of the moms around that time was like, all right, they... Like, within the church and just neighbors and stuff like that, if they had a good connection with you, they'd be like, you know what? Now, if he act wrong, you got the permission to pop him. Now, I'm letting her know. I'm dropping your ass off. I'm going to be back in three hours. Don't you get out of line because I'm going to tell Miss So-and-so, Sister So-and-so, you get out of line, she's going to pop you. You know what I'm saying? But let me tell you something. They wouldn't pop me because there was, like, he's light skin like you know he's gonna bruise he's not gonna like you can't put your hands on him you can't stuff like that which is not true which is i mean it is true like i do bruise but i ain't, i don't bruise like that you know what i'm saying but it was just like this whole so i knew so i would see how my cousins got treated i would see how uh, my friends in my neighborhood got treated and bitch i was bad like you know what i'm saying I, i'm not i'm not saying otherwise i'm not saying i'm a fucking angel bitch i was bad bitch i used to talk back i used to yell at people i would you know get in fights and stuff like that where i needed my ass beat but they wouldn't put no hands on me because it was this thing of like don't put your he's too light-skinned he's gonna bruise which it doesn't mean much but it is rooted in colorism so i grew up even from those instances realizing like oh I do have this light skin privilege. I do have like this privilege of being racially ambiguous. I've seen that in a lot of instances where I'd be in circles, not circles that I have my choosing, bitch, but they would say some wild shit and I would have to be like, hold on, bitch, I'm black. So what do you, I don't know, what are you saying? And they would gag over and over and over again. I've seen how um, school systems, you know, bus drivers, every, like every all my friends always got treated completely different than me. Bitch, I'm also not saying, bitch, oh, everybody, I didn't, I've never experienced racism. I ain't never experienced people fucking with me and shit like that. No, bitch. But it wasn't on the level of people who are black. So I understand that. But nonetheless, it's like, I get that. And I do agree that, yes, there is this light skin privilege. There is this racial ambiguity privilege, all that other shit like that. All right, boom. But for people to be like, nah, that biracial kids ain't black. Nah, don't include them with it. Like, shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? As long as I don't give a fuck how the tides turn from king to come, to king to come, bitch, I don't give a fuck. I'm, don't, don't say that shit to me. You better say that to somebody else. You better keep that shit on the internet. Okay. 
because it's never going to fly with me. And I hate this whole direction of like, we need to get rid of the one drop rule and like, I get it in theory. It makes sense because yes, Mariah Carey is not viewed and treated in life as a black woman. I get it. But that is her, also her fucking right. The fact that she is part black to say that, yes, I am part black. I do consider myself black. And sometimes you don't like for me. And I've said this a million times. When like if I say, oh, I'm Mexican, it doesn't mean like I'm Mexican, period. Sometimes it's like I just it's intercha- not interchangeable, but it's like I'll be like if someone's like, oh, what like if Latinos be like, oh, where you from? It don't mean like, bitch, where you banging? Like, bitch, I'm from Southside. You know, I'm, I'm from Peru, nigga. Like, it ain't they ain't saying that. Like, when Latinos be like, where are you from? It's like, where are you like Latin wise? Like, are you Colombian? Are you this? So I'd be like, oh, I'm Mexican. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I'll just be like, yeah, I'm Mexican and black. But most of the time they'd ask me like, what are you? I'm Mexican. So, and then, so what I'm saying is. I'm still going to say I'm black. I'm still going to say I'm Mexican. I'm still going to say, and as long as I, like, again, as long as I fell out of a whole entire black woman's vagina, that's never going to change. So whatever your uncomfortability is with skin tone and hair texture and some other shit, shut the fuck up. Run that by somebody else, but you ain't going to run that shit with me. All right. And it was cute with this little podcast because she was talking about, Meghan Markle was talking about how her grandma used to do her hair and her mom, I think, yeah, her mom's black. So her grandma would do her hair and she would like, she would use too much pink oil and bitch. When I tell you, it just, I mean, it just kind of made me like giggle a little bit because my grandma rest in peace, which is on my mom's side. She would, do my hair whenever I'd stay there. She would do my hair. But she would do all the grandkids' hair. You know what I'm saying? So everybody... and So you got to picture it. Here's everybody in the house look black. I'm the only thing that don't really look black in the house. And my hair is not the, the same texture. It's not even like, like mixed kid texture hair. Like it's kind of... Like it's wavy, but it's... It's just kind of like of a more wavy smooth texture it's not curly so imagine like her doing everybody else's hair with all the murray's all the blue magic all the lester's pink oil mix all the jam bitch shout out to the shout out to fucking jam bitch shout out to fucking jam does anybody remember jam it smelled like strawberries bitch that just smells bombay oh but it was so expensive too i mean it was it's not really expensive but like out of like blue magic and lester's it was, like, the more on the expensive end. But, like, ain't nobody was really using pomade like that. Everybody was using Murray's. Anyways, long story short. So, she was doing everybody's hair. And bless my grandma. I don't want to say she didn't know what to do. But, like, she just did the same thing for my hair with everyone else's hair. So, she would just put the same amount of grease. She, My, my grandma would literally put Blue Magic Grease in my hair. My hair can't take nobody's grease. I can't take Blue Magic Grease, bitch. And I can't take... I mean, I can take... I'll, I'll definitely use Murray's because that's a really good pomade. Um, But then she would also... Sometimes she would use Lester's Pink Oil. And it's like Lester's Pink Lotion. And it's like... But my hair would be greasy, bitch. I would be in this hot-ass church. And, bitch, we would go to 
you know, Sunday school and stuff like that. And it'd be like, bitch, we had no AC in that bitch. And it's in the desert. I don't know how, honestly, the more I'm thinking about this, the reason why my mom don't be playing with the AC too much, because she's born in that hot ass shit. So imagine just being in this hot ass church for 9 million hours, because if you grew up in a black Baptist church, bitch, you in church from sunup to fucking sundown, bitch, don't let it be first Sunday in communion, because bitch, you will literally be there from sunup to sundown. It is honestly heinous. The music is good, but it just, it was forever. So imagine being in this hot ass setting and everybody else look fine and stuff. Here I am dripping with grease, bitch. Hit like just oil just all over my fucking face. <laughs> God bless my grandma. Shout out to my grandma. But like, Bless her heart, because she just, like, that she just did what she thought you needed to do. She would just part my hair to the side, and she would just, you know, brush it to the side. And, yeah, but she would lacquer that shit in. And, event, but my mom, my my mom didn't do my hair like that. Like, she she would still use, like, um, jam, um, maybe, like, a little bit of Murray's. I don't think she would, I don't remember her mom using grease, really, on my hair. And she would just use a teeny amount because I, my hair could still take it, but I couldn't use the same amounts as everybody else because it would just be like, it would weigh my hair down so much. Um, one time, my grandma, um, she so in she would get everybody she would do everybody's hair, and my grandma she would also do everybody else in the the neighborhood's hair. So I'm not saying my family grew up rich or nothing like that but um they had you know they 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 were well off um a little above middle what is it what's middle american or what is it mid mid income i don't know what's the middle america income not rich not poor but it's the middle but it's like all they weren't that but they were a little above that so like higher middle america i don't bitch i don't know but they did well so there was a lot of um, black people in the whole town that, you know, were incredibly poor. And so she would just, she didn't like to see people with their clothes. Ooh, girl, I had to stop that. Ooh. <clears throat> Bitch, I'm like, I'm not going to ever cry on this podcast ever again. I've done a really good job this whole year not crying on my podcast. Um, but she didn't like to see people with, like, wrinkled clothes. And like, <clears throat> she didn't like people like with wrinkled clothes and like their hair undid and you know stuff like that because she would just believe like if you look good you'll feel good and you can go out there and kind of like tackle the world. So, anyways, so she would wash every all the girls' hair. Um, she would cut little boys' hair. Like she would always iron their clothes, just mend their clothes, don't like just to kind of make sure other black people in the community felt good anyways long story short so every sunday it wasn't um odd for my grandma to just be doing people's hair and so she would have you know a little hot comb on the <laughs> this shit is wild on the the stove and i was always fascinated i would love to i would just sit there in the kitchen and just watch and she would do everybody's hair she never did like she never like 
did that to me. She would just brush my hair. But one day, bitch, I don't know what over, I don't know what my hair was looking like. Cause see, well, also I used to have like little cowlicks. And so my hair, the reason why I wear a lot of hats is even though I don't have like white people hair, my hair it it bends and it stays put. So if anyways, I used to have I I probably had a little cowlick. Honey. She didn't took that. She said, come over here. I said, come on. I said, all right. And I'm like excited. I'm like, maybe this is, I want to see what this does to my hair. Honey, that burnt my shit off. <laughs> burnt my shit smooth right the fuck off. Sizzle. Sizzle, bitch. So ever since then, I've been low-key afraid of hot combs. I sometimes do keratin treatments. I did one today, right before I recorded this podcast. And when I try to do the sides of my hair, I can't do it with a flat iron. A part of me wants to do it with a with a hot comb and apparently there's there's the ones that you can plug into the wall work just as well but i don't know my sister's like don't do it because you're gonna burn your hair off but i feel like that's the only way i'm gonna be able to get the back of that hair that in my sides i feel like i need to get a hot comb i'm gonna try it i'm gonna order one when i got off this thing i'm gonna order like a, a electric one um but nonetheless, what I was trying to say is I just really hate this whole conversation that um, this, I, would, I wouldn't even say this new generation, but even my generation of Black people um, and even younger are really trying to um, kind of dis, not disregard, but <laughs> excommunicate <laughs> the biracial bunnies um, and not wanting us to say that we're we're black which is just I, I just feel like it's so ludicrous maybe i need to get ahead with the time but it's like as long as i'm gonna be alive you may not say i'm black but i will always say that and the wild thing about it is like i love who i am like i love that's probably the thing i love <laughs> the one thing i love about myself there's a lot of things i love about myself hello narcissist but it is something I really, really love is who I am. Um, and I think I lean into loving myself because society has taught me not to love those aspects of who I am. And so it's like, I love that. I love that I'm black, Mexican, gay. Those are the things I love. Yes, am I homophobic most of the time on this podcast? Of course. I just do it for shits and giggles. <laughs> but for the most part, I really love everything about me. Um, and as long as I'm alive, I, I will always be proud of who I am. You know how many times, like, if I really, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, say that this is what I would ever do, ever. I could really just go through life being, if I wanted to, like, take out some of those things, I could go through life, if I really wanted to, just being a straight Latino man. That sounds heinous. Sounds really not fabulous. I don't have to tell people I'm black. Nobody's, no, I don't even, I, 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 to me, I look it, most people don't. I don't look like it. So, wh you know what I'm saying? So, it's like. I don't have to even mention any of these things, but I love it. That's who I am. And it's true to me. And this whole conversation that where the girls is going is like really late and delayed. And I don't want to be a part of it. Leave me out of it. Um, shout out to Maria Carey. 
and Meghan Markle. I feel like she got on my nerves last year. I forgot why. Um, I remember I did a whole podcast dedicated to her, and I didn't figure out why she rubbed me the wrong way. Because, you know me, I'm a lady who likes to change her mind, you know, with the wind. So, I probably like her now. We'll see. Anyways, moving right along. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. Now, on to listener letters. If you want to write into the show, send in an email to ask at the Solomon Ray Podcast.com. This week, we have some updates because I've been begging y'all for the updates and some of y'all ain't giving them to me. So, our first update is remember, um, Remember a couple weeks ago or a couple episodes ago where there was this girl um, where she was getting a DM from her old high school crush. and But the high school crush was like with somebody. And I was like, girl, just jump on the dick. Because it's like, sometimes it's like, sometimes you got to do it just because, you know, the nostalgia. Ooh. So anyway, so we got an update from her. She says, hey, girl, me again. Here's an update like you said, like you asked. Well, here I am with yet another disappointment and still dickless. Shaking my damn head. Side note, I really don't be missing no meals anyway. <laughs> so, long sigh. The man from high school is a no-go and as quiet as it's kept a whole bitch. I wanted to munch too. I was hungry and had the munchies, girl, and he ruined it. He had called me asking me to hang out and I was going to go for it because you told me to. <laughs> And I was doing what you <laughs> you would do like the usual, duh. Another side note, I'd be thinking, hmm, what would SD, a.k.a. what would Solomon do? Anyways, back to the story. Then he had me wait up till late at night, the fuck, and didn't even show up to my house with the whole Don Julio bottle like he said. <laughs> he was going about to do. So I hit him up the next day like, you know what? I don't have time to play these games with you, even though I have been the one flaking. And I guess he got too twirled and ended up getting picked up by his brother and went home and slept. One thing a bitch ain't going to do is sleep on me. I told him not to hit me up anymore. And then that bitch blocked me. The end. P.S. I made the text larger so you can read better. Love you. <laughs> See you in New York soon so you can never drink again after I get you a shot. <laughs> Yo, I was really, I didn't even know you can make the text longer because I'm like, damn, this shit is big text, but it, it's great. I didn't even put on my glasses. I could see. <laughs> oh my gosh. Shout out to you. Damn. So he was going to try to much. I love the fact that you were like, um, with the whole Don Julio bottle. Cause that was really, that's really, that's really the stipulation. Like, bring over that dick, but also, bitch, don't bring, don't forget the Don Julio. Bring that Don Julio bottle, too. And make sure it's the good one. The Cristalino, bitch. Damn, I said I was never going to drink again, and here I am, fantasizing about Don Julio. You guys, I've been doing really good at not drinking. I have not, I've been going out, I even went out, when was it? Um, This past weekend, didn't drink. I mean, and you know what? I'll save this conversation to go even more in-depth, but I did really good. I'm going to Atlanta this weekend for Labor Day weekend. So, girl, I don't know 
if I'll be able to not drink then. But I will say um, afterwards, I'm going to just get right back on the no drinking wagon. Like, for real, like, I really just don't want to drink. I, I watched even more videos talking about how bad it is for your skin. And I'm just like, girl, no. Anyway, so we have another update. <clears throat> Thank you, girl, for writing in. Um, we have another update. Um, so this, okay, so this was from last week, I believe. And this was, uh, I'm trying to, I'm reading the old one. Um, see this back to that small text. I can't reach. Yeah. Um, so I've recommitted myself to journey. Oh, this is the one where, sh- oh, okay. And now I know what you're talking So this was the lady who, um, got out of a breakup. I think, yeah, out, out of, of a breakup, started dating this guy. And then he was dating. He ended up getting this girl pregnant and then he ended up like, like a year later, they reconnected or whatnot. And I got stuck on, uh, he got rid of the kid. And I was like, I'm so confused. What do you mean? So she said, I have a, a update. You trying to figure this line out sent me. What I meant was the girl he got pregnant while we weren't exclusive didn't keep the baby. Oh, okay. I'm now realizing how insensitive that sounded talking about abortion. <laughs> Thanks so much answering my question. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, what you mean he got rid of the baby? Yo, I mean, I really was, I was so stunned. <laughs> I was at a loss for, I was like, what do you mean got rid of the baby? Like, how, like I'm, how does, like, I could see like, oh, got rid of her, like moved her to the side, but okay. So that means, so she didn't keep the baby. Okay. Gotcha. Thank you for that clarification, girl. Um, So thank you guys so much for writing in and giving those updates. Because when I tell you the girls have been wanting them. Um, so now we have our, I think this is the one I made it small. No, hold on. Let me just one moment. Okay. So now I found it. So let me put on my glasses. Okay. Uh, let me clean them cause they're a little dirty. Let me position myself. Let me increase this screen size. Okay. Am I recording? Yeah. Okay. So this week's um, letter comes from Anonymous. And they say, I just got out of a really, hold on. I just got out of a really toxic five-year relationship with someone who just lived, lived to put me down. I had an issue with them that has kind of moved into my new relationship. When I was with them, they showed me that they had a like folder on their phone of just women's nudes. This person told me that he saved them because he liked to look at them here and there and that he liked them a little more than me and my body and that my body was okay, but he, girl, but he only really used me for sex. Okay, let me keep reading. I told him that it really hurt that he would say something like that to me. Yeah, and then let me not respond in live. Like, and okay, let me just read this. Um, I told him that it really hurt that he would say something like that to me and that I'd like it if he deleted them. How he reacted was to put them behind an app with a passcode on them. Fast forward to my current relationship. 
I've known him for more than 10 years and went on dates with him while I was in my previous relationship. I honestly am head over heels in love with him to a point that I got pregnant with his baby and I'm ready to dedicate my whole life to him. We are almost a year together and a few months from now and he was told he has told me that he has plans on marrying me and has a ring on lock. My issue is that we first started dating, I saw that he had a folder on his phone that was a bunch of pictures of basically anime titties. I... (laughs) Sorry, I'm not laughing at you, girl. I'm sorry. I just love the word titties. (laughs) I'm so fucking childish. I'm so fucking childish. When I tell you, like, titties is one of my favorite favorite like and titties could be anything it could be like man like if a man comes in i'm like oh look at your titties like and they could just be like pecs like a really muscular nice chiseled man i'd be like oh look at them titties i love the word titties something about titties is just like it's just so good it's just it just makes me so happy (laughs) oh okay sorry it's i think it's just also like a black thing like Black people's like love to use the word titties for just everything. Like, like even my mom would be like, "Oh, you gonna go lay on her titties?" Like, cause I used to, as a kid, I used to love laying on my 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 aunt who was kind of had big titties. And as a like a kid, like a little like two three year old, I would just love to just lay on her titties and just I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> anime titties. Okay, sorry. I didn't want it to bother me because girl, they just anime pictures of titties. <laughs> Sorry. God, grow up, Solomon. Jeez. Um, I, I, I cannot. I love that word. Anyways, I didn't want it to bother me because, girl, they just some anime, t- pic- anime pictures of titties. And I let him know that it didn't bother me as long as he didn't have a real woman on his phone because I told him how the previous person made me feel and that it would really hurt if I found some. He said, okay, I promise you these pictures are only there because I like the art. Girl, he really thinks I'm stupid or something because I know damn well nobody just has them kind of pictures for art. And I told him that. His response was to delete them off his phone, but after a while. Fast forward some time. I had a feeling in my gut that there was more. So I looked. I'm trying to not laugh. I just love that word. So sorry. Um, So I looked at his phone when he was asleep. And I found a bunch of pictures of girls that weren't anime on his phone. I saw he had followed a bunch of girls on Insta and Facebook. And his Twitter was full of these pictures of anime girls. I really broke after that. And I told him that I just didn't want him to do one thing because it hurt. And it made me feel insecure. I don't think he would ever be the type to cheat on me. Because I've told him... um, him if i found out i'll leave him without question i can't be wasting my time like that anymore he told me that he was sorry and that he thought it would be okay since it was his porn since since it was his porn since he doesn't like watching anything he just likes looking at pictures which in a way made me feel worse but i just told him how i felt and his response was to delete all the pictures he had with twitter and unfollowed all the girls he had on his phone if I'm honest, I didn't know how I wanted him to react to all these these times because I felt crazy. I felt stupid for letting someone like this, something like this bother me. I went on Reddit and other places just looking for advice to help feel like my feelings were valid. And I told him that I knew he wasn't like my ex, but it still hurt that even though I told him how I felt about it, all he still chose to be like that, which, wait, told him how I felt about it at all. 
He still chose to be like that, which made me feel like he didn't really think my opinion mattered. I also forgot to mention he gives me permission to look at his phone at any time, any point that I want. Work, bitch. I chose to forgive and forget. He told me he deleted everything for sure now and that he unfollowed everything. And I felt, okay, I need to learn to trust because I had bad trust issues to begin with. Fast forward to the most recent time, I asked him if I could look at his TikTok because I wanted to see his videos to laugh around and whatnot. Girl, never not. I was going to be like, girl, follow me on TikTok, but they deleted and banned my account. Um, anyways, he dodged me, and right then and there, I felt, damn, now all the trust that I slowly brought myself up to, um, up to, to ignore all the feelings I had previously was gone. He thought I was stupid or something. To not see him hide his phone, his phone under him and for him to try and change the subject. I let him change the subject. Then I asked him again, can I look at your TikTok? He said yes, but hold on a second. He was about to start deleting things off his TikTok and I snatched it out of his hand before he did. I saw that he was following Thirst Trap account girls that were half naked. And he said I like them for the comments and the music. <laughs> That's when I snapped and told him that I'm not stupid and to not treat me like I am because I, not treat me like I am because I know damn well that it isn't like that and that there's no business of him trying to lie to me now. I asked him tr him trying to delete them before I asked him trying to delete them before giving me his phone so much worse than just telling me. Okay, gotcha. And he said he knew he knew, but he knew they would make me mad. My trust in him was gone at the point, and he told me that he thought I was okay because he thought he had one thing to himself that would be private. I told him if that was what he wanted, then tell me to not look at your phone. Lying to me makes everything worse, and it makes me feel like I can't trust him at all. At this point, I was pregnant about a few months in. Before I chose to not look at his phone, before I chose not to look at his phone and to trust what he told me, etc., etc. I told him that this completely makes me feel like I'm not enough for him and that I completely lost trust, lost the trust that I had for him because of this. He said he was sorry and that he was wrong to tell to lie to me and not deleting anything. And he ended up deleting all the social media off his phone. He still has accounts. He just has he just doesn't have the apps. I told him that I appreciate him doing that, but he told me that he was going to stop before and that deleting the apps doesn't help because he already lied to me. I am a woman. Hold on. Okay, here we go. I am a woman with my own curves that I love before all this, but I saw the girls he followed and liked and none of them look like me. It made me feel even worse and my body about my body and then my ex then my ex did. He also likes to look at other girls when we go out. And since I've been pregnant and all, I've just been spiraling when it comes to my self-image. I don't trust what he tells me or what he does anymore. He tells me that all he watches now are YouTube shorts and that he wants this to not ruin anything. But I don't know. He tells me only now that I'm beautiful and that I'm pretty and I'm just always thinking in my head. That's it. I just felt insecure because my previous relationship, it was five years of someone telling me I wasn't enough for them. And then, and then to go into a relationship where he told me all these years that I was everything to him. But now that we are together, I don't feel like I am. 
I am. Where was the energy he was giving when we weren't together? It makes me feel worse. I told him that I'm only going to get bigger, and I feel like because of these moments, I convinced myself that he will lose his interest fast because my body isn't going to be the same after a baby. And I, and if I feel like this now, I can't imagine how I'm going to feel later. My main question to you is how do I build my confidence up again? How do I learn to trust him again? And what do you feel about your so oh significant other having nudes or other people on their phone or following thirst traps? Love your music and your podcast. Please never stop being you. I absolutely love your cooking and you inspire me. I can't wait to hear your opinion. I know you always got a a way to make something so negative funny as fuck. <laughs> Sincerely, some women on some woman on the streets. <laughs> Not some women on the streets. You know what's crazy? I was thinking about this. Like, like a part of me is on one end. Hold on, let me get some because girl, that that was a long read. My mouth was dry, child. <laughs> Parched. Um, I was thinking about this recently. I want to be that girl who's, like, open to, like, I don't care how many bitches is on your phone. I don't care how, what you like in. But because I couldn't help. I get what you're saying. Because I couldn't help but think. So if you like guys. I'm just using me, for example. If you like guys that look like that, and I clearly don't look like that, and I never will look like that. I'm going. It's going to. I'm going to start being like, well, bitch. Damn, like, what about me? You know what I'm saying? I don't really fall into that too, too much because I will say I'm very confident in myself and I'm confident in what I bring to the table, bitch, because I am the table. Um, I don't, I'm not someone who's lacking self-confidence by any means, but my mind would wander and it is very normal for someone to see something like that and be like, if you like in all these photos, clearly there's there's something about it you like. And yes, but here's what you have to understand. He can also simultaneously like you as well. Um, another thing I started to think about recently was, so you know on Twitter you can see people's likes. You like what they like. So you click on the little like area. And you can see all the things that they've ever liked on Twitter. So mine, my Twitter stuff that I like is just literally, it's all the same shit. Britney shit, Little Kim shit. Um, what else? Funny shit, problematic shit. Like, it's all the same shit. Like, it's never, I'm never, like, liking no niggas' photos, none of that. Like, sometimes I will, but, like, not, like, thirst trap photos. Just, like, a cute little selfie. But nothing, nothing, like, like, thirst trappy. But then there be some guys where I'm like, oh, like, if I see his Twitter or whatever, if he has a Twitter and I look at his and it's just all this porn and it's just like, I know this is so wrong of me to think, but then I instantly become unattracted to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I instantly become like, I, I'm no longer, I can't. If all you're liking on Twitter is smut and like gross things. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a creep. Okay, I'm a creep. I'm not like I'm not saying I'm a fucking angel, bitch. I'm not a fucking saint. I'm not. I'm a creeper deep. But I just feel like there's certain things like okay, I'm very a walking contradiction, of course, but um 
I would like I just feel like there's certain things that could just be a little bit more private or not so open. And I love, you know, I love that people can be really open about certain things. I get it. Um, I'm also, as I previously recently talked about on this, I'm not like super like out there sexually. Like I'm not like a super freak person. I don't, a lot of those, like 99% of like sexual things do not entice me. I'm like, please, I'm as vanilla as it comes. <laughs> um... So sometimes I'll see someone, like, even if I like them or whatever, if I find their Twitter and then I start looking through their likes and it's all this shit, all this porn shit, I'm just like, ugh, gross. And I lose interest. So I get, and then also, like, a part of me on one end, I want to be like, girl, let it go. Like, forget it. He's He loves you. You know, he wants to be with you like you tripping like just let it go like this is just some online shit this shit don't mean nothing like it's all internet shit like girl get out of here but i get where you're coming from because one you're already you're pregnant so you're already super vulnerable you know what i'm saying you're experiencing all these physical changes with your body that you've never experienced i'm I'm assuming this is your first pregnancy that you've never experienced before and as much as people want to be like, oh, I'm going to start this relationship off brand new. You're not. You're you're bringing in past experiences. like, And it's not just past experiences with, like, your past boyfriend. You're dealing with past experiences of, like, what happened on the playground when you were a kid. Of how you were treated by your parents. Your aunt calling you, you know, you need to fix your hair. Whatever. You know, you're dealing with all on top of society saying... You need to be per- perfect. So you're already coming into a relationship. No, no, there's no such thing as like no baggage. So on top of that, you're pregnant, you're feeling insecure. And then on top of this, man is liking like, I don't know what these bitches look like, but probably girls who are really gorgeous and thin and all this other shit. I would feel some type of way too. I'm not even going to front. Like my little feelings would be hurt, bitch. My little Solomon's little feelings would be hurt. And I wouldn't like that. Um, But also at the same time, I think just to play devil's advocate, I think you have to see his actions and what he's doing. Because while I'm not someone who scrolls Twitter for porn, while I'm not someone who's commenting or like engaging in people's thirst traps and I'm not, I'm just not that girl online you know what I'm saying? I'm not like a creep, a deep online. I know some people who are like that online, and that doesn't translate to who they are in real life. A lot of times it really do, though, because the gaze is out of control. But um, I think you have to look at his actions and how he's treating you and what he's literally doing um, in his real life and not really focus on the Internet life unless it starts to bleed in into his real life then I would bring it up for concern. Because hypothetically speaking, let's say he didn't allow you to be on his phone and you never found none of this shit out. What would have changed? Nothing. You know what I'm saying? He would have still, you know, like the in life, the in real life person that you know would have been the same with you knowing what's on his phone and with, with not knowing what's on his phone. You feel me? Like, Nothing would have been different. 
so, I mean, no. You would have never have, like, you would have, like, he would have been the same person. It's just now that you know what's on his phone, like, you're viewing it completely, viewing him differently. So I think I wouldn't really, I would try to separate the two, especially if he's reassuring you, like, girl, there's nothing to really worry about. And until you have something substantial where you feel like it's starting to bleed into real life. You know, and I know you mentioned, like, oh, he be looking at bitches in the club. Bitch, I be looking at everybody. Like, I think that's just, like, a normal response for people. Um, some people are just lookers. And I I, I used to be, have a couple friends, and it would just really annoy me, where we would go out, and they could never make eye contact. They're just, like, looking, 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 looking. They're looking all over the place. And I'm just like, bitch, like, we're at Denny's, bitch. Like, relax. But that's just some people. Some people just be looking, bitch. Um, and I don't think, as long as I think it doesn't bleed into your real life, everything should be fine. But on the other side, like, girl, I get where you come from. I get it. Like, my ex used to have, like, shit like that on his phone. I'd be like, girl, why you got this shit on your phone? Like, what do you, like, what the fuck? Like, why? But, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't think too much of it. But um, I think what, it's it's hard because a lot of people ask me, like, how can I build confidence? And it's just one of the things I, it's really hard for me to answer because it's not a one-size-fits-all. Like, I can't be like, okay, do this. You know? Um, because I think, yes, there is things you can do for yourself, but sometimes it is kind of, you know, comes from another person as well. You know, I, I do, I have to recognize, like, some of my confidence also comes from other people giving me permission to be confident, if that makes sense. You know, a lot of my confidence in being gay comes from my family. The fact that, like, nobody gave a fuck. Like, the fact that, like, I was... And then also the fact, like, even in school, I never got bullied. I never got bullied and never got teased. I mean, I think I got teased, like, once, but I fought him. And I think I got teased, like, twice for being gay. But then I fought him, and nobody fucked with me ever since. But I never really... I never got bullied. I never got nothing um so but thus that has given me confidence so this is i mean it's difficult to be like oh do x y and z and you'll be confident because that's not the case but i would say like what you could do is you could also um focus on the things that you do have that are great um which he doesn't seem like a bad person it's just you know the stuff that's on his phone which in on, all honestly is very harmless, but you can just be like, I have a great support system. I have a great family. I'm, I'm really, I have great friends. I have a great backup plan or, you know, whatever. Cause for me, a lot of my confidence comes from me being self-sufficient. Um, but also what I've really done over for, and I've been saying this for over 10 years is whenever I have a negative thought in my mind, I immediately turn it off and find the good. Not, I mean, for when it comes to me, bitch, not other people. <laughs> so shady. But, like, when I, like, have, uh, like, I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm not good at this. I'm like, all right, change it, change it, change it. Or if it's, like, 
start slipping into depression area, I start to be like, nope, change it, change it, change it. Like, even today, um, I texted my homegirl, and I was like, bitch, I really feel fucking ugly. I feel fucking disgusting and grotesque. You ever have, like, those days to where, like, everything about you is just ugly? You just feel... Like, ugh, I just feel like even my big toe look ugly, bitch. I'm looking at this big-ass toe right now. I'm like, this is an ugly-ass toe. Why I got to be so ugly? You know, like, ugh, why my fucking knuckles look so ugly right now? Like, I feel like my knuckles are gaining weight. Or, like, I just, you know, you just be, body dysmorphia be tearing my ass up sometimes, bitch. But it's like, you just have to tr- get out of that and be like, you know what? No. And then and ground yourself back into reality and be like, all right, you know what it is, Solomon? You haven't seen your barber in two weeks. You need to, you'll see your barber tomorrow. And by then your powers will be elevated. All I need to do, a lot of times guys, especially guys, all we really need is to go see our barber and we just feel even more lit. So it's like, bitch, I'm growing my hair out. You know what I'm saying? I'm growing my hair out. I'm trying. I'm doing some other shit. I'm just kind of like not in a transition, but I'm just like in a transition phase where I'm like, I feel ugly, and that transition phase is so fucking ugly. So I'm like, you know, bitch, no, it's not that deep. You know, I'm just get out of it. Get out of your head. So sometimes you just gotta get out of your head, and it seems to me, just from reading your your email, I feel like, girl, you be in your head. So I, if I were you, I would just listen to this man and until he starts doing some shit in real life that he ain't got no business doing. And I'm not talking about just looking at bitches because he ain't touching no bitches. As, and, and the fact that you get to get on his phone and see, listen, I don't think he's clearly not doing anything. So I would just be okay and just live life and be excited for your new, brand new baby and don't put no stress and worries on that baby. You know, you cooking a baby right now, girl. So you got to be happy and content and no stressors. Um, So I would focus on that. Also, just to be gentle with this, just a nice little nudge. I will probably ease up on making forceful demands on delete this, delete these people, unfollow this. That might seem cute for now, but I guarantee you keep doing shit like that, it's it's a big turnoff for some people. First off, that could never fly with me. I, I, I would never be in a relationship where nobody could tell me what the fuck to do. That's just me. That's the reason why I'm single. That's probably the reason why I'll stay single to the day I motherfucking die because I wish a motherfucker would grab my shit and be like, unfollow this person, unlike that photo, delete this, now delete that, now double delete it. No, and then unfollow that, undele- um, take that app off. I'm sorry, excuse me? No, it's just... Different strokes for different folks. And I know some men deal with things like that and can tolerate it for a while. But I guarantee you, girl, I'm saying this with love. If you keep doing that, eventually he's going to be fed up. I promise you that. He's going to be like, you know what? This is some bullshit. Like, because you need to have room to where you can do, you can still be you and you can, like, not feel like you're under surveillance at all times. Like, nobody wants to, like, come home and feel like they're under surveillance and, like, 
Let me see your phone. Let me check this. Let me. I wouldn't. I would never, ever want to come into my motherfucking home where I pay all these motherfucking bills and have somebody tell me what the fuck to do. No, not in my house. And I'm not saying you in his house and that's just me. I couldn't have nobody telling me what the fuck to do. Ever. You want me to what? If you don't get the fuck up out of my face with this bullshit and give, give me back my motherfucking phone. No. But I know I know women do this all the time. They be like, oh, un- make the- unfollow this bitch off um, Instagram. Actually delete your and deactivate your shit. It might work for a while and it might pacify you. You know, because it's only going to pacify you until the next issue. I would just say, coming from love, I will cool down on that because I, I won't say that's what he's, he would do. But I know a lot of people would be like, bitch, I don't want to do this no more. I can't be. And it's like, and, and, and there's nothing worse than literally not doing anything you're like let's say if you're not cheating on you or like he's not doing anything wrong all he's doing is looking at anime titties and following bitches on tiktok and he's not doing anything he ain't sliding in their dms he's not uh, trying to fly a bitch out he's not over here asking for their only fans and none of that like he's not doing none of it so imagine he's just like i'm just doing something harmless and i'm like getting grilled for it Eventually, he's going to be like, girl, I'm literally not doing anything. You do not trust me. And now I feel like, one, a child. And then two, and one thing, as as not 2022, this may sound, a man don't ever want to feel like no child. Never. And treating somebody like a child and, and... saying you got to do this and putting harsh stipulations, especially when they're not doing anything wrong. It don't seem like it's going to end right, baby. I'm just coming from a place with love. Um, but yeah, I mean, unless he's DMing bitches and asking for their secret Instagrams or their alt accounts and stuff like that, then I'd be like, hold on, why are you doing this? I would be like, bitch, what the fuck? But you have two options. But I would, I would, I wouldn't, I mean, if it's some anime titties, <laughs> I would be okay with it. Even if he just, they like it. So I've, I feel like I would ultimately be okay with it as long as you don't, that doesn't bleed into my real life. But um, I do know when you start putting on those strict regulations and all that surveillance and like all that stuff, it doesn't end well. So just keep that in mind and also keep in mind as long as it's not happening in real life, see if you can deal with it. If you can't deal with it, that is your prerogative, girl. That is 100% your prerogative. If your line in the sand is, bitch, I don't want you having no anime titties on your phone, then that is your prerogative and that is your right to not have no anime titties on your man's phone. Point blank in the period in the discussion. There's nothing else to discuss. So if that is where you draw the line in the sand, cool. That is your prerogative. Go ahead and do it. But please keep us updated right in because I would love to hear more about it. All right. Moving right along. All right. So what do I got beef with this week? Honestly, it's just a quick little beef with Con Ed. Con Ed can kiss my whole entire ass if they think I'm about to give them $500 deposit. Bitch, 
they asking for a damn $500 deposit on some bullshit. So I'd never turn my AC off. Even when I'm not in town, my AC be running because I got the cats. And honestly, it doesn't really need to run for the cats because cats love heat. But I feel like these bitches don't like anything that's not comfortable. I really don't. And so I keep the AC running all day. It never turns off. Um, actually, the only time actually the only time the AC is off is when I'm recording the podcast because um, I get it really really cold in here and then I turn it off and then I record because then you can hear the the air um, on the mic. Girl, I got a um, a bill. I think my bill. I think my my bill was like seven hundred dollars for the month of July or whatever. I don't I, bitch. I don't know. It was $700, which it is what it is. I just don't ever turn my AC off. I wasn't surprised. I wasn't shocked. I wasn't like, oh, my God. I wasn't trying to call. I wasn't none of it. I was like, girl, I'm just going to pay it. Well, I forgot to pay it, bitch. So then I get something in the mail, and it's like, um, or I don't know. I don't know what it was. But then they're like, oh, the bill is for, like $1,500. And so it's the $700 from the last bill. And then... Um, I think it was like 300. No, I don't really remember. It was last month's bill I didn't pay, a portion of this current bill, and then a $500 deposit. So I deducted the $500 deposit from the $1,500, and I was like, girl, let me just pay the little $980 something, whatever it was. It was close to $1,000. I paid that, and that was it. And so I called Kanye, and I said, hey, so I just want to let you guys know I paid the bill up in, you know, it's current and stuff like that. And um, I just need you to take off this little deposit thing. And so she was like, oh, I can see you. You made the payment. All right. So for this one time, I said, let me tell you. Hold on. I just, I don't want to interrupt you, ma'am. But it's not going to be no one time. It's not a courtesy. It's not, I don't know what you think this is, but I'm not paying no deposit. So I just want you to know, even if I'm, let's say, hypothetically speaking, I'm late on a payment later on. Or in the in the next coming months or whatever, if I forget or whatever, because I don't have auto pay on this bitch, you're never gonna get your deposit. I'm never I'm never gonna pay you a deposit. I'm gonna pay you what I owe, but I'm not gonna pay you a deposit. She said, I can understand. She said, Well, I'll just take this off this one time, but please note that if you are late for your payment again, a deposit will be put back on. And I said, and hypothetically speaking, let's say I am late. Let's say I forget to pay it. A day late and you put that $500 deposit back on what do you what are we gonna do when you when I don't pay it she said we can turn off your service I said no you can't no you can't nope cuz I'm gonna pay what's owed I'm not giving you a deposit I'm gonna pay what the fuck is owed and I I I dare you after I pay what's owed after I pay for all the services rendered after I pay what's owed, I dare y'all to turn my shit off. I dare you. See what happens. I I I would like. I'm actually kind of want you to do it just be, just because sometimes I like to just be the right one. I dare you to. I dare you to. After I pay what's what's owed, see what happens. I would love to see it. So, the five hundred dollar deposit for what? What is, like, I don't need, yes, granted, I should have paid the bill. I, bitch, I forgot, okay? It's not, like, bitch, I got to pay my rent. 
Good thing I remembered. Bitch, I be forgetting to pay my rent sometimes. I be like three, four days late on my rent. I think one time I was even like seven days late on my rent. Bitch, I be forgetting. Because the rent shit I got now, it's not, I can't do an auto pay. Um, Because so before, when I lived in San Diego, all my bills, I had all one whole account. It had like a bunch of money in it. And I would just auto, it would just get dra- taken out of that account. Well, bitch, one time <laughs> I ended up, after a couple years, you know, I'm not putting money in that account. I forgot about that account. Well, there's no more money in the account. I used it all. All my rent, everything was getting paid through that account. And then so, but then nobody told me. So all of a sudden I was like, girl, you're two months behind in your rent. I said, girl, what? I went logging thing. I said, sure enough, zero balance. I said, hold on, let me pay all these damn bills, bitch. So... It's not like the doll don't got the coins, but it's just like, I just be forgetting, bitch. Bitch, August is done. August, bitch, August came and went, like, she was like, she has somewhere to be, bitch. August is out. So, maybe I'm, I was like, I wouldn't mind putting Con Ed on auto pay, but I don't want you to do no damn auto pay and sneak in that motherfucking deposit because I guarantee you, if you think I'm raising hell now, See what happens when you take five, a five hundred dollar deposit for me. I'm gonna lose my shit. So I was like, I don't want to do no auto pay because I don't trust y'all motherfuckers. Because you over here talking about some well if, well if I don't need no well if and a one time only none of that bullshit. A deposit for what, bitch? It's some damn electricity, girl. With the like some damn electricity, you want me to give you a deposit for a damn electricity? Get out of here. Great idea. Wrong girl. Get off get off my line, bitch. And I mean, I wasn't trying to eat her up, but it was like, girl, shut up. Like, <laughs> we gonna turn we gonna shut your shit off. No, you're not. Like, no, you're not. I promise you you're not. And if you do, see what happens afterwards. I promise you you're not. Like you actually might literally do it, but what's gonna happen afterwards is not gonna be fun. Girl, get out of here with that little fucking fuck fuck ass five hundred dollar deposit. On some damn electricity. Great idea. Wrong girl. $500 deposit my ass. Girl, I ain't never going to pay that. And imagine the girls who have to really pay that. Like, if I pay my whole entire bill, I'm not giving you an extra $500 for, like, get out of here. You're going to get what I, I... I'm going to pay you for what I used. If I use $1,000 worth of electricity, I'm not going to give you a $1,500 check, bitch. I'm going to give you $1,000. Y'all so bold with that bullshit. And also, uh, also Spectrum can kiss my ass because that shit don't ever fucking work. Um, anyways, moving right along. Well, what are my final thoughts? Um, hmm. <laughs> what are my final thoughts? I need to start having a fucking final thought bitch I got the fall sleep we ain't got no reviews this week damn um yeah girl I ain't got no final thoughts um yeah none until next week take care of yourself and each other bye <laughs>